and the day that we will have to fight is coming closer and closer and closer because the perfidious ones will never allow us to have our day in court, our just justice for us, or establish our religion. They have done everything. Our faith in Yahweh and the covenant message of the Bible, we are under attack but they have decided to use a shotgun approach and uh, just start killing all the white people using COVID so that uh, eventually they think they'll get to us, the covenant people, those Caucasian Israelites that uh, proceeded in 745 BC from the Caucasus Mountains into Europe to establish the nation states prophesied that Abraham's descendants would do so, welcome folks, Pastor Eli James. This is Voice of Christian Israel. Uh, haven't been able to get a hold of Pastor Martins in South Africa. Things uh, are very unstable in his country. And so I've chosen, uh, maybe he'll call in, maybe he won't. I've chosen a document by Willie Martin. And I was pleasantly surprised that Willie Martin actually wrote on this subject on the prophecies of Senor Van Rensburg. And uh, from this website, this is Scribd, which is not an identity website. They simply publish things, oddball things from all over the world and uh, various different subjects. And I had no idea that uh, Willie Martin had even written on this topic. So Willie Martin died around 2003, 2004. So this is an older article, but I'm extremely surprised that this is on the web (laughs) at all. Aside from Israelect, www.israelect.com, which has uh, maintained a lot of Willie Martin's writings. Willie Martin was a two-seed-line identian. A two-seed-line identian. So uh, very much uh, with us here at Eurofolk Radio. It's just too bad he died so soon. I was hoping, uh, in fact, I tried to contact him. In the early days. Oh, here we go. Here's Pastor Martins. Okay. All right. Are you there? Okay. Let me put into the chat room the document that I just started reading from. And this is uh, an article by um, Senior, uh, I'm sorry, by Willie Martin, a two seed line identian from Texas who wrote this article about Senior Van Rensburg, Rensburg. and I perceive, Pastor Martins, that we're just about there. I mean, the conflict of COVID, the global conflict of COVID, which is primarily directed at people of the Adamic race, hardly affecting anybody of the other races, very little, if at all. Uh, So what's your perspective on that before we uh, get into this? Pastor, can you perhaps uh, continue with a bit of a briefing? Yes. I'm battling to get my my microphone connected okay. uh, for a decent term uh, um, so, so that I can at least um, uh, get onto Skype decently. Right. Uh, well, if you don't mind. Yeah, uh, I'll please. just get, I'll get started. I'm hearing you just fine. Maybe people in the chat room can uh, respond accordingly whether they hear you. Uh, I, I'm hearing you perfectly. Okay. And if you're hearing me, that's good, okay? But here, I will just go into it uh, right away. Uh, Prophecies by Senor Van Rensburg and uh, written by uh, Willie Martin, okay? Forward by the English translators. It has been a privilege to translate this very important book, a book with a clear message from a prophet of the Almighty God to his people, not only present in the southern point of Africa, but also to the Western world. If one reads these visions of the seer, Nicholas Van Rensburg, one finds the hand of Almighty God always present, surely guiding his people towards their destiny according to his will through all the errors made by this stiff-necked people out of, out of own choice, out of, obviously out of own, our own choice, that we are in fact a stiff-necked people. Okay, uh, I'm getting a bounce back. Let me see. Uh, yeah, I shouldn't be getting that, but uh, it tends to go away uh, whenever you join in with me, Pastor Martin. Uh, I'm sure the bounce back will go away. 
The time of this destiny is on the horizon, and like the sun at dawn, only a faint light is visible. But as the sun rises over and above the horizon, its light suddenly becomes bright and clear. So also will the time of this destiny suddenly appear. The brightness thereof will be such that it will consume their enemies like that of fire forever to be destroyed. Okay, this is a 166-page book, so we can only cover a little bit of it here today. And I'm trying to find a date of publication. Uh, probably has to be sometime after 2004, because that's the year that Willie Martin uh, passed away. But let me continue. Jeremiah chapter 51:20. Estuza mo. Okay, this is. Uh, what is this? <laughs> this sounds like. Uh, no, it's not Swahili. It's got to be. It's either Latin or Afrikaans. I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, it's the statement is in a foreign language. It might even yes. be. It might even be Welsh. I don't know. Can you? Are you there? Can you read this? Yes, I can hear you. I can hear you perfectly, Pastor. Okay, good. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, fine, fine. And uh, mm-hmm. the, the passage quoted is Jeremiah fifty-one twenty. Is tusa mo tau agus mo guide in a na owner, right? I mean, this is a completely foreign language to me, but it, it sounds like Welsh, uh, or Welsh rather. So. Uh, but anyway, Jeremiah 51, verse 20, Thou art my battle axe and weapons of war. For with thee, speaking to the Israelites, his covenant people, will I break in pieces the nations, and with thee will I destroy kingdoms. And our people have actually been doing that throughout our, throughout our history. And uh, our, our people have colonized the world, have built, uh, built up the world with technology and roads, and science, etc., etc., until these latter days when the people of the Edomites, the Jews, have taken over our countries through the almighty buck and through money lending, usury, uh, uh, staging wars for profit, etc., etc., okay? Hmm. So so do you recognize this language at all, or no? Uh, Pastor, I'm still trying to open that. Uh, I might might just add that um, over the past week, over well, the past few weeks, I've had so many Microsoft updates and upgrades <laughs> right. uh, to the Microsoft um, Windows. And on Thursday, I had a similar experience. And when I opened my computer on Friday morning, it only had a little wheel turning. And then it would turn for about five or six minutes. And then it would abruptly stop. And that would be the end of the use of my computer. Right. Wow. Which, uh, which, which caused me to have tremendous problems. In fact, um, I ended up spending two days just in getting my computer up and running again and making backups. Uh, of course. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it, it is. Um, I, I have a feeling that that this is uh, directly attacks aimed at my infrastructure right in I'm sure for, I'm sure in order to shut me up right at least <laughs> shut me down yes one or the other right okay but yes. uh, yeah we know that Yahweh is protecting us because we obey his laws but maybe you could open up your Bible to Jeremiah 5120 and read it in Afrikaans and I don't know if anybody you know, uh, I put the uh, link into the chat room so, and Bavaria man is uh, multilingual. Maybe he recognizes the language. And I know Lily was a compatriot of Willie Martin going way back. And, uh, you know, before the year 2000, uh, I don't know how many years she, uh, she was actually part of a, what we today would call a Zoom meeting. The type of meetings that preceded mm-hmm. Zoom, that sort of thing where people could go online and have conferences. And there were several identity uh, groups like that, you know, before uh, I published my book, which uh, I published in 2003. So that's when I began interfacing with all of these other groups and other identity teachers. So uh, if you're at Jeremiah 5120, maybe you can read it for us in Afrikaans. 
Pastor, my computer is extremely slow. I'm oh. <laughs> waiting for my eSword to actually um, uh, pop up. up. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, one of the things that I might add, um, I think I have mentioned to you before that I am busy with the correcting of the translation of the Afrikaans Bible right. um, to correspond with that which the, um, the Hebrew text actually says. And you mm -hmm. would be surprised to know how many deviations from the truth and even uh, not just um, uh, uh, lost in translation, but diligent mis misleading of the masses yeah. by virtue of and, and I also compare with quite a number of English translations, and I find that uh, a very clear indication of or all the traces of a conspiracy against the truth of course. by the Edomite translators of the yeah. scriptures. Yeah, of course, that's true of all the English translations of well, as well. That's why we in Identity uh, go to great pains to look at the original Hebrew and Greek words in order to get their true meaning. Yes. Okay. All right. Absolutely. It's absolutely crucial. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pastor, just again, you asked Jeremiah. Yeah, fifty-one twenty. Yeah. Well, uh, twenty. Yeah, in, in Afrikaans, if you can, right? But uh, I'll continue. And uh, again, this sounds to me like Welsh. Uh, there's another uh, Welsh quotation here. Um, I believe no, that's the same one. There, there was this. Anyway, he says, "Wa hea, we God bled," <laughs> which, which sounds to me like Welsh, but I I can't swear to that, right? And uh, but he says, uh, "With thee I will break in pieces the nations, and with thee I will destroy kingdoms." After the great struggle has ended, may we then, with one voice, fo the following due honor of our God, and that's where this uh, apparently Welsh quotation is put. Now he says, general information. Purists will probably find much to criticize about while perusing this book as the language therein is inclined to be rather archaic. However, rewriting it into modern English would change the whole character of the seer Van Rensburg story. So maybe he's quoting Van Rensburg here? Well, post the, the, the link that you sent me, I opened up and it leads to a, a scribed uh, yeah, right. Yeah, and it's 166 and, pages. Well, yeah, that's correct. But I only have access to the first few pages. Okay. Uh, then they want me to pay. Yeah, uh, well, uh, as long as you have access to the first couple of pages, that would be good. Because yes, I'm, uh, I'm a Scribd member, so you know I can I can read from the entire document. But uh, yes. if you've got Jeremiah 51:20. So it sounds like, uh, and this is the introduction I'm reading from, it sounds like he's quoting Vizier Van Rensburg in his, his language would be Afrikaans, correct? Um, well, the Vili does sound Afrikaans. But uh, what I wanted to say, Pastor, is I have um, a copy of the original book, which was um, uh, published by his daughter, Ah. By Sina van Rensburg's daughter, but it's in Afrikaans. Right. And it, it would be, I think, viable for me to um, compare the um, th this which is, uh, has been translated right. into English against the um, that which was written uh, or, or uh, yeah. noted by his daughter uh -huh. um, before his death. Yes, very interesting. Well, uh, okay, so you actually have this book in Afrikaans. That's correct, Pastor. Very interesting. The, the original, the original that was um, written down by his daughter, as Sina um, van Rensburg was uh, actually relating the the or or, or uh, presenting that which had been given in terms of his visions and prophecies, she actually wrote this down, uh, and, uh, uh -huh. and of course this Roy. This Roy Busman, which um, this uh, script also speaks about, is he's also a um, a first-hand uh, a witness to which or yeah. that which Sina um, van Rensburg had actually experienced. Okay. Well, uh, is is that book? Do you have that uh, book handy, or is it down in a crypt somewhere? Uh, Pastor, it, it should be ready for uploading. Yeah. 
on Skype within oh. the next few minutes. Oh, all right. Yeah, or, or just reading from you, you know, uh, uh, all I'm asking you to do is if you've got it handy, maybe you could read from it. Uh, are you saying you have a, um, a PDF version? That can I have be, a PDF oh. version. Oh, it. do you have the actual physical book? No, no, oh. I, I only have... I only have the um, PDF version of the book, which was actually, for many years, this particular book was in the um, museum, the uh, Boer Museum uh-huh. in a town. Uh, if you can recall, when we went to uh, down to, to um, bl- the, the Battle of Blood River. Right. On the... Uh, or even before that, when we went to Middleburg... And Whitbank. Whitbank, right. Remember, we went to the, 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 um, uh, with uh, some of our people at the place where that evening when we had that massive lightning storm and thunderstorm in the big tent. Right, and I was praying we could get the meeting in before the water overwhelmed us. Exactly, exactly. And I got done with my talk and the the flood waters came. (laughs) It was amazing. Exactly. All right, back to you. Yeah. No. If you continue along that road um, for another, mm-hmm. let's say, 220 kilometers, okay. you get a turn off which leads you to Leidenburg. Now, Leidenburg was um, a very pro- predominant uh, vestige of the Boers mm-hmm. uh, way back in the days of the South Afrikaanse Republic, the um, Boer Republic of Transvaal, as okay. it is known today. Right. Okay. Now, at this particular, or in this particular museum, uh, Sina van Rensburg book was held in a very, as a precious, uh, oh, yeah. uh, very precious um, object, uh, Africana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, that is the one that I have a copy of. Uh, it is... Uh, one of the things that one must also perhaps just mention at this point is that whatever the Boers had, the Cape Dutch Afrikaners attempted to or even um, succeeded in hijacking. Right, confiscating. And, and right. well, past the, the subtleties by which the Cape Dutch Afrikaners have operated can only be identified and and. Um, the the very same characteristics which identify Esau and right. his de- descendants. Right, exactly. So many, oh, so many times manifested in the way in which the Cape Dutch Afrikaners have uh, dis, uh, disowned and um, uh, disenfranchised and marginalized the Boers for so many years. In fact, yes. um, very close to 364 years. Right. Okay, so you have a PDF of this book in Afrikaans, you're saying, correct? Yes. So yes. maybe you can read along while I'm reading in English. I have an English version of it. And maybe you could uh, tell me how poorly this is translated, right? From Sinner van Rensburg's own words in Afrikaans, okay? So I'm, yeah. I'm going to start at general information. Purists will probably find much to criticize about while perusing this book, as the language therein is inclined to be rather archaic. However, rewriting it into modern English would change the whole character of the Seer van Rensburg story. Now, your Afrikaans version may not have this introduction. As the reader will learn, Seer was a simple, humble man who had no formal education, being only able to read his Bible with great difficulty. The manner in which he describes his visions may initially seem confusing and sometimes may not even make sense to the average reader. However, as the story unfolds, the reader will become more familiar with his particular style. To facilitate understanding of the symbols which he used, a complete list will be found elsewhere in this book. The term kafir has been retained wherever the seer describes his visions in which blacks are featured. Okay? Kafir, hmm. K-A-F-F-I-R. Okay? And so uh, that is comparable to the English Negro, or even yeah. the, the slang version of Negro. Nigger, that's yeah, right. Yeah, right. Should anyone feel offended by this, please understand that no offense is intended, but the term is in keeping with his style of expression and the period in which he lived. Yeah, we shouldn't rewrite history. <laughs> right? 
Yeah, but just a matter of interest is, and something that I didn't say in my previous rhetoric on uh, um, this, uh, in in particular in the way in which the Cape Dutch Afrikaners have hijacked the uh, just about everything that was originally the Boers' right? uh, own, even the language of Afrikaans was the Boers' language, and the the uh, individuals like Onsi Jan Hofmeyer in the Cape referred to the Boers' language as that language, that kitchen language from Pretoria. But it was not long after that when the Cape Dutch Afrikaners actually hijacked the language of the Boers and mm -hmm. they named it Afrikaans in, uh -huh. so that they could lay claim to it. But right. it was it was the language which the Boers spoke as Ditch. Mm -hmm. D-I-T-Z, right? D-E-I-T-Z. Actually, D-I-E-T-S. Uh, okay, Dietz. Which, that's yeah. right. Yeah, but, in Chicago, my mother used to work at Dietz, an uh, architectural firm. Okay, yes. D-E-I-T-Z, Dietz, okay? And uh, it made yeah. protractors and rulers and things like that. My, uh, so that language, uh, that surname, that Germanic surname... Uh, is here in America as well, okay? And it's Wonderful. a reference, yeah, and it's a, a reference to the language called German today, okay? Yeah. So continue, well, please, yeah. Uh, and and also uh, the the uh, Boer uh, prophets have been hijacked by the Cape Dutch Afrikaners. You will find, for example, they are very often in modern um, uh, references to Sina van Rensburg. He is being refer referred to as the Afrikaner prophet. Uh -huh. You see, the Cape Dutch, yeah, the Cape Dutch that's Edomites a lie. never had a prophet. So <laughs> no. <they need> <laughs> Except for Rothschild. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so um, wherever one sees this as Sina van Rensburg being an Afrikaner, um, one must read it with the discernment that the Cape Dutch Afrikaners have either rewritten history well in any case hijacked the Boers history right exactly yes and most people aren't aware of that but you know you and I have spent now what close to more than seven years elucidating that fact that the Afrikaners are not the same as the Boer people and the Afrikaners the Cape Dutch Afrikaners specifically descend from the house of Esau okay Correct. All right. A very, very clearly traceable if you know what to look for. Right. Because right. of course, of course, in South Africa, all the historical books and and uh, documents that relate or identify the Boers as descendants of the House of Jacob has been either hidden so deep into archives which are not accessible to the public. Right. Uh, or they have been um, destroyed. Because if there is one secret that the Cape Dutch Afrikaners don't want the Boers to know is that the Boers are the descendants of the House of Jacob and that the Cape Dutch Afrikaners are in fact the descendants of Esau. Amen. Less, less than 60 years ago, I've got evidence of that. Okay. Less than 60 years ago, prominent politicians were still talking in public speeches right. about the two different white... Um, races. Yeah, one's supposedly white. Yes. <laughs> right. Very good. So all this skullduggery and, and, uh, of South Africa has been precipitated by the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, who are in fact the House of Esau, not the House of Jacob. Just say that again, Pastor. There was so, Jacob. Uh, all the skullduggery in in South Africa has been precipitated by the House of Esau, not by the House Correct. of Jacob. Okay. Exactly. There, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Okay, so let me continue here because we're just about to get into his actual writings. Okay. The seer often refers to shoes or boots in his visions. Please note that the shoes or boots generally worn in his day were known as felskine, literally skin shoes. Many farmers yes. of his day made their, I believe I pronounced that correctly, felskine. Many farmers yes, of, yes. good. His day made their own shoes or boots from tanned ox or other hide, and although not as stylish as the factory product, were nonetheless sturdy, tough, and hard-wearing. 
The War of 1899-1902 is commonly referred to as the Anglo-Boer War. It is also known as the Boer War, the Second Boer War, the Second War of Liberation or Freedom. For the sake of conformity, the latter term is used throughout most of the text. Aloes, or aloe trees, are often used throughout the text. However, the aloes referred to here are the agave, American aloe or sisal plant, commonly called gerringbaum, cotton trees, in Afrikaans. Okay? Your comment? Sorry, yes, it's Haringboom. Haringboom. Uh, Haring okay. is, is, is the, um, the, the rolls of thread that uh, women use in sewing. Aha, okay. So the G is pronounced like a Hebrew CH. Haringboom. Haringboom. Very guttural. Yes. Haringboom. That's Hebrew. So Afrikaans retains the Hebrew, and so does Welsh, for that matter. Okay. Exactly. I'm seeing similarities between Welsh and uh, and Deets. Okay. Or yes. yeah, uh, and uh, declining to call it Afrikaans. Anyway, well, Michael Villian, Villian, and Julie Van Rensburg, 28th June 1998. Okay. Yeah. So you were about to say. Uh, Pastor, what I wanted to say was that just this morning I was talking to somebody and. Um, we were talking about the way in which the French Huguenots actually what we call brain. They, they don't say the R like we say it in Afrikaans uh-huh. or in amongst the Boers. <laughs> right. Um, they, Boers. They sort of, <laughs> yeah. Which lies on the front of the tongue. Um, that yeah. is the way. But uh, the French Huguenots have a distinct way in, in talking or in using the le- the letter R, which we use on the front of the tongue, they use on the back of the tongue. Okay. And um, we were talking about that. I was giving some information out on uh, some of the things that I have stumbled across when it comes to languages. And um, it is also one of the, the um, traits of one of the tribes of the house of Jacob that they were uh, using the, um, the 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 letter R right. not on the front of the tongue but on the rear of the tongue so it becomes like a R. right yeah and well, then uh, I also mentioned that the in in Hebrew because it relates to the Hebrew and right. then also that the what you refer to as the yeah the hey right uh, the letter A in Hebrew is also in m- many cases pronounced as yeah. the guttural. Okay. So, Yah, Father Yahweh's name would then be Yahweh. Okay. With that okay. slight guttural. Right. Yahweh. Yeah. Yeah. The outbreath. Which is interesting. The outbreath. Now it's very interesting because the outbreath doesn't necessarily become a right. Like you're getting ready to spit. Right. That doesn't necessarily become that it yeah. might have been much softer like very you know, soft, simply a breath there. okay very good yes very good so so are you saying that's the original hebrew pronunciation a much softer outbreath as opposed to the guttural outbreath actually um it's the in-breath uh, in-breath okay that's the in-breath uh okay. the end of the in-breath breath is actually uh like a a slight guttural Okay, so uh, as just before you take this, the in breath, just before you take the out breath, it sounds like you're. That's it's, a, it's an in between area. Okay, right. but uh, in, in Welsh and uh, you know, uh, British, you know, a, a lot of British uh, people pronounce the R with a, tr- a tremendous vibration. I think the Germans do too, like R. Exactly. You know, there's a tremendous vibration there, whereas in English we just simply R, you know, and we we stop yes. it right there. Okay. The, the the in in English, the tongue is bent in like a hollow. Right. To pronounce the r r. Right. Whereas and in, in, in Welsh, arrest you, ladies. Right. As captain, it's, what was the captain of the pirate ship? Arr. Well, <laughs> right. It's it's hilarious. Yeah, right. There you go. There you go. So yeah. the trend in English is to shorten things. <laughs> <laughs> right. So right. True. Yeah. Okay. All right. So getting back. And yeah. Yeah. Go con- ahead. Concatenation and um, shortening. Yes. I, I, I think that I think some of the people have become very lazy. 
for example, to, to change the name of Yahoo to just uh -huh. a Jew. Right? Oh, yeah, that's 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 not just laziness, it's deception, right? Absolutely. It should be Yahuda or Yuda. You know, yeah, we, we can Yahuda. debate. Yeah, we, yeah, I agree, it's Yahuda. All right, so, so, uh, th so this introduction was given by Michael Villian and Yuli uh, van Rensberg, okay? Let us go to the seer. About five o'clock one autumn morning, I was sitting on my cane chair reading 1 Samuel 9. Saul and his servant were looking for his father's asses that had been lost. They found nothing, and when Saul wanted to go back, his servant advised him that they should consult a man of God. He said the following to Saul, quote, Behold, now there is in this city a man of God, and he is an honorable man. All that he saith cometh surely to pass. Now let us go hither to the seer. Peradventure he can show us our way that we should go, unquote. Something happened to me at that moment. A shudder went through me. A light flashed through my head. And as I stood up, I spoke aloud to myself, Have we not had our man of God and seer? Unquote. All right. So, is Seer Van Rensburg equating himself to Elijah? Most definitely, Pastor. Okay. Very interesting. Or like but, Elijah. But, Go ahead. I, 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 I might also add that Sinan von Rensburg was a very, uh, very lowly man, a very um, yeah. uh, 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 bowed down man. He, he, humble. he never boasted. Humble. He, he was in, in absolute humbleness. Yeah. He never boasted about anything that even the prophecies of his time, because during the 1914 rebellion, there were some of the Boer uh, forces that uh, the rebe rebels that uh, consulted with Sina von Rensburg and Jan Smuts, that smutty guy called Jan Smuts. He actually incarcerated Sina von Rensburg because Sina von Rensburg was then labeled as somebody who participated in the rebellion against the so-called Union government. So he was incarcerated for two years, and Sina von Rensburg's prophecies that he prophesied over some, for example, even General Malni Maritz, followed mm. Sina von Rensburg, consulted with Sina von Rensburg really? in terms of the way in which they should actually travel wow. to go and assist the Dutch West African, what which is which is called uh, Namibia today, mm -hmm. to go and 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 uh, enforce the. German uh, authority in uh, Southwest Africa or the German West Africa, um, and and some of the Boer leaders of the rebellion who refused to consult with Senator von Rensburg. Of course, those were the Freemasons among the Boers, and also uh, uh, the Dutch reformers. Well, of course, many of them were Dutch reform, and they refused to recognize Senator von Rensburg, and they were called. They were all entrapped. By the Union uh, soldiers, right? Those, of course, Cape Dutch Afrikaners, whom became um, um, part and parcel of the Union military um, machine. Yes. Okay. So, so, so it was very clear that Sina van Rensburg um, not just uh, prophesied correctly in in terms of the way in which. Some of the rebels, the um, 1914 rebels, should follow. But uh, those that ignored Senator von Rensburg's visions mm -hmm. or prophecies uh, were, in fact, either they they succumbed to um, the Union forces or they were taken captive. Right. Very interesting. Now I remember, uh, I still have one of the banners, or I should say, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, images that on print in print of after a battle the Boer people and the Afrikaners embracing each other after a battle and uh, and so th that uh, that image suggests that the Afrikaners and the Boer people were the same were, were there was there ever a time when the Afrikaners and the Boer people actually fought on the same side or were the uh, Afrikaners never never Boston okay never Except during the um, the so-called Bush War or the border wars, 
of the 1960s, 70s. But ah. at the end of the at the end of the day, which many people don't recognise, is that the border war was orchestrated by the Cape Dutch Afrikaners for the purpose of isolating and eradicating the Boers because while the border wars were going on the Cape Dutch Afrikaners sent their sons very similar to what they did during the first Anglo, uh, the first world war and the second world war yeah uh, when the Boers sons the, the Boers had been uh, uh, reduced to to beggars mm. by virtue of many deceptions and the ways in which the Cape Dutch Afrikaners disowned the Boers of everything the Boers had. Uh, thousands right. upon thousands of Boers had been disowned yes. from their farms uh, subsequent to the 1910 unification of the Boer Republics, illegal unification of the Boer Republics into the Union of South Africa. And those farms were then dished out to the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, more than 50,000 Cape Dutch Afrikaners, right. whom were who were volunteers to the British Empire's forces against the Boers. Of course, when I say the British Empire forces, I should rather say the mercenary British Empire forces, because they were ex actually hired in by the Cape Dutch Afrikaners to fight against the 47,000 Boers. Over a half a million of British Empire mercenaries against approximately 47,000 farmers. Yeah. That's the reality of the Second Anglo-Boer War. In fact, one should rather speak of the Cape Dutch Afrikaner War against the Boers, in which okay. they called in for a, a military might of more than um, half a million, of which more than 50,000 were Cape Dutch Afrikaners. So maybe that posting, you know, uh, a, 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 something that you would... Uh, you know, paste on a billboard or, a, you know, a, 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 what do you call it, a lamppost or something, that uh, maybe that was just a propaganda piece. Uh, insinuate... Aha, uh -huh. okay. a propaganda piece, Pastor, because, um, well, as I was saying, while uh, the, first, uh, the First World War, while the Boers' sons were reduced to, to uh, uh, beggars, right. they were sent to the battle... Um, scenes or the battlegrounds of Europe to fight against their own people, the Germans. And mm -hmm. that was, of course, why the rebellion was, because right. those uh, who, who knew of their true heritage, their, their true roots, refused to go and fight against the Germans. Yes, That is why the 1914 rebellion started. In fact, um, the, the, the purpose of the two world wars was, in fact, to actually align the House of Jacob's descendants on both sides of the battlefront so that they would eradicate one yeah, another. Right, now, right, just like our civil war. Exactly, Pastor. Mm -hmm. In fact, um, there's very clear evidence of that um, because, because during the Second World War, well, both the First World War and the Second World War, the Cape Dutch Afrikaners sent their sons to universities which uh, gave them a, a, uh, a, a way out of being posted to the battlefront. Okay, right. Okay, so Sussex Man has uh, put the link in the chat room as well, directly from Israel Elect, okay? Willie Martin Sear, okay? <laughs> All right, so... Uh, I've been uh, dispensing demerits to all the punsters in the chat room. <laughs> okay. If you get a thousand demerits, you do not get into the kingdom. All right. So. Well, something, something else I wanted to say, Pastor. I just had a bit of a frog in my throat. Okay. Um, if one looks, for example, at the border wars, which, of course, was enticed by the Cape Dutch Afrikaners. Yes. They... Um, the, the Cape Dutch Afrikaner, Puk uh, Bota, mm -hmm. um, whom himself was an Illuminatist. Uh-huh. Not a boar. You're saying he was not a boar. Or boer, as you pronounce it. Well, Pastor, 
they they were Boers who were in fact Boers. But okay. uh, Louis Boer, we've we've spoken quite a bit about Louis Boer. He was born amongst the Boers, but he married a, a the daughter of I think a Scottish uh, Edomite uh, um, missionary. By the way, d- did you know? The John Wilkes Booth, the assassin of Abraham Lincoln, his original name was Bota. Bota, Bota exactly. And his family came from South Africa. Exactly. Okay. Well, it, it's very, very clear that's, that some of the Botas were, in fact, Boers, and they do have mm-hmm. um, uh, the bloodline of uh, Jacob. Right. But some of the Botas yeah. definitely, if, if you look at the yeah. way in which they... they, they Character and the the way in which uh, the the they actually um, the method of operation or the modus operandi mm-hmm. is clearly identified identifiable as that of exactly the same as the house of Esau. Yeah, and they so, impersonate us. They have impersonated us throughout history, and their allegiance almost always goes to the Esau side. I'd say what, what, always not just to Esau side, but always in opposition to the house of Jacob. Well, yeah, to to, to fool us, and exactly. uh, and that's but what we're trying to the, explain to the boards, the true boards of South Africa, that these uh, Cape Dutch uh, uh, Esau Fra- Esau Africans. <laughs> trying to put a new word together here. Esau Africans, you're right. Esau Afrikaners, right? That they're not, they're not Jacob Israel. They aren't. Definitely not. Okay. Definitely not, Pastor. Right. If you, if, well, there's, there's a saying that the apple does not fall far from the tree. <laughs> yeah, and it rots really close to the tree as well. No. Right. Now, if you look at the, the um, characteristics, the personality traits <laughs> of Esau and his method or his way of operating, um, I, I call it the. Uh, the 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 way in which he reacts to specific um, situations right. actually reveals Jake, uh, Esau and his descendants on numerous occasions throughout the scriptures, and also in subsequent to the scriptures, the true history. Yes. In exactly the same way, if one does a research into the way in which Jacob had um, his characteristic traits or his personality traits and his way of operating, you will find that it is perfectly in, uh, in, in, in alignment with that which the Boers in general right. have, have lived over the past uh, 1,000, sorry, the past 3,400 years. Exactly right. the same as they had um, been over uh, that period of time. Now, it was the Boers that undertook the great threat because they were being persecuted and prosecuted by the Cape Dutch Afrikaners in the Cape, or rather the Edomites in the Cape. Uh-huh. That was the, why the great threat had actually occurred. Yes. There, yeah, okay. Yeah. So uh, the history of South Africa is totally different from what uh, mainstream historians have proclaimed, namely that the uh, Esau, Fra- Esau Africans <laughs> uh, are, are the same as the Boer people, and they are not. And this is extremely important for people to understand, that the Boer people and the Cape Dutch Afrikaners are completely two different genomes, but just like Esau and the Pharisees of the New Testament who learned how to pretend to be Jacob Israel at that time, the uh, yes. Cape Dutch Afrikaners are doing the same thing as their four four ancestors, the Pharisees, did. Okay. Well, for the past four hundred years already, past. Yeah. Well, I mean, two thousand years. Now this has been going on. Well, yes. Well, the Cape mm-hmm. Dutch Afrikaners, um, I say, four hundred years, which is a rounding off of three hundred and sixty-seven years. Right. Um, I think it's three three sixty-seven. Uh, well. Um, uh, 369 years because we, we're now in 2022 yeah. and um, uh, of course with Jan van Riebeek arriving in the 1652s right. uh, it basically is 370 years. Right, but unlike the other European nation states 
the Boer people who came out of Germany always understood themselves to be Israel. They always understood themselves to be separate from all the others. Right, probably because they're the house of Judah. Well, the house of Judah as well as the other ten northern tribes because okay. Germany was was um, the, the largest... Um, uh, uh, if if I can say that the largest uh, groupings of the twelve tribes of the house of Jacob was in the regions of Prussia and the Republic of Germany. Mm -hmm. And they were the last ones to come out of the Tigris Armenian er territory, which was known as Parthia. Yes. And they were the last ones to migrate yes. into Europe from Parthia when the Parthian Empire collapsed. Okay. Yes, That's where they right. picked up the German language. Okay, that's where. Well, the German language actually uh, also developed alongside with Holland and uh, what they call Flams. Flams, um, Dutch and German, um, actually developed out of the language what which was called Dietz. Dietz. Okay. The language that very good. Yes. Yeah, um, I'll bet we can trace. Was, yeah. That was also hijacked by the. Jews, he called right. it Yiddish. They call it Yiddish. Yiddish, Yiddish, right? Yes. Instead of a, a TZ at the end, there's an SH. Yiddish, okay? So, yes. yeah, so anyway, uh, the, the narrative continues. Vague memories came to mind, and for a fleeting moment, I saw myself in the countryside at Lichtenburg, where my father was busy telling me, my brothers and sister, about Sir van Rensburg, who always went to a hill behind his house during the day to read his Bible and pray, quote, and there God spoke to him, unquote, I heard my father say. So she's relating uh, the teachings of her father about Sir van Rensburg. This was what I could remember. I then started searching, but just like Saul's asses, Sir van Rensburg was lost to me. Then one morning at a place called Elifstal, Pretoria, he appeared before me in the form of old Mr. Paul Prinsloo, an 82-year-old disciple, and a person who knew all about Sir van Rensburg, a man even at that age who had bright and clear eyes. And for the first time since my childhood, I heard the following words. Sir van Rensburg said, quote, and from that Good. time on I met various other people who knew about the Boer prophet and what he had said. Then information started coming to me like a flood. Today I know without a doubt we had our own seer over you. Yes, um, I'm, I'm um, very excited about the fact that it, as it actually states a Boer prophet Right. And that it hadn't been hijacked by the Cape Dutch Afrikaners as yet. Yeah, it's not an Afrikaner prophet, but a Boer prophet. Very good. All right. Yeah. Okay, prophet or bearer of an apocalypse? Well, I mean, here we are, right? Yes. Uh, his vision was indeed apocalyptic about the end times, about the nation states at war with one another, and the, the fact that the German people and the, the German nation would revive itself in the end times to become a force for in, in favor of the children of Israel. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's busy happening, Pastor. It is, it is happening right now, isn't it? You know, because Germany yes. is the least likely that they're the ones holding back against invading uh, Ukraine on behalf or, or uh, uh, the, the, what do you call it? The, uh, what's that peninsula in the Black Sea? Uh, the oh, Crimea. The, uh, Crimea. 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 Yeah, Germany is holding off. They don't want to invade, and they're 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 backing out of the NATO pact. They don't want to invade uh, that territory because there, there's too much at stake, way too much at stake. So we see yeah. Germany starting to behave like Van Rensburg foresaw. Exactly. Mm -hmm. This is good well, news, pa folks. Go ahead. But Pastor also. What people don't realize is that Germany in the over the past 40 years has become one of the major manufacturers and producers of military hardware. Uh-huh. And they have to be careful who they sell it to, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. There are, there are many surprises in that regard, Pastor, and I think 
uh, it is time that the the house of Jacob wake up. They should not be uh, despondent. They should not be in the in, in the um, morass of uh, 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 um, despair, because though even though we don't, we 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 need not depend on military hardware for our survival or for right the to 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 uh, to regain our freedom over the Edomites. Right. But it's and, good to know about it. Yes. Well, at the same time, Germany is the leader in the struggle of both legally, uh, scientifically, medically, against the COVID lockdown. Exactly. So they're taking the lead uh, yeah. against against the COVID lockdown. You know, uh, I mean, the German people have suffered enough, <laughs> thanks to the Jews, right? Yeah, well, well in, in spite of the fact that they have been sucked, every drop of blood, they've been sucked out of the German people in regard of a, uh, a hoax, a holocaust. Right, holo the, hoax. the hoax of course, yeah, exactly. A hoax of course. In, in spite of that, the German people have managed to stand up and yeah. uh, be counted. Yeah, uh, they're on the, on the precipice of uh, departing from NATO. And if that happens, NATO is done for, because the German people Absolutely. have been financing NATO more than any other country. Okay? Yeah. So uh, and here in America, I don't know about in South Africa, the uh, main stupid uh, press, <laughs> the main stupid press, me, main stupid media, as I'm trying to say, uh, are trying to blame Russia and that they're the aggressors. No, the aggressors are the international bankers. They're the ones who yes. took over Ukraine, what is it now, 10 years ago? Maybe not yes. that long ago. They're the ones who took over Ukraine. Yes, well, Pastor, wherever the uh, uh, international banks, banksters, or wank, uh, sorry, I can't use that word on the air, but um, <laughs> the, the, these gangsters, yes. that's the word I wanted to use, the, okay. the financial gangsters across the globe, wherever they instate their government, their right. puppet governments, there you can know that um, people are going to be impoverished, they are going to be disenfranchised, they are going to be marginalized, and in all in all, to remove every means of survival amongst the people, right. and to put it back into to the power of the management or the... Um, the, the uh, control and manipulation of the masses into the hands of their puppet governments. Right. Well, again, uh, you need to be aware of what happened in America in the 1930s and uh, the late 1920s when the chief rabbi of the United States, Rabbi Wise, stated, some call it communism, I call it Judaism, right? Because under Rosenfeld the international Jew had 100% support, okay? And the Jews were already very confident that communism would rule the world. That's why Rabbi Wise was bold enough to make such a statement, right? But, well, okay, go ahead. I, I um, saw a very interesting um, fact over the past week somewhere. I, I don't know, uh, I can't remember the exact details of the fact, uh, but that is that less than uh, I think 2.5% of the population in the United States are Jews, but they have the controlling number of senators yeah. in the House of the Senate. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and also in Congress. Yeah, controlled by assassination. Every American president that was assassinated was assassinated by the House of Rothschild, including yeah. Kennedy, including Lincoln, and all, all those presidents in between. Uh, They've all been assassinated by the uh, Jewish House of Rothschild. Well, does that mean that uh, John Wilkes Booth was also hired in by the Rothschilds? He was a Jew. Very possibly. Yes, he was. Very possibly so, of course. Yes, absolutely. He was, yes. uh, he was a member of the local B'nai B'rath, you know, the Jewish secret society. Yes. He was. But he was pretending, yes. in typical Jewish fashion, to be a Catholic. Yeah. All right? That's how it works, folks. <laughs> they always impersonate others so as the others get the blame. Yeah. In order for them to actually execute their dubious 
Right. Mine. Dominion. Dominion. And they do have the dominion. As uh, yeah. our father Isaac prophesied that they would have. Yeah. From 1815 to the end. And boy, are we getting close to the end. So, knowing all these things, our people have to steel themselves. Get ready. Don't shrink from fear. Because if you obey Yahweh's laws, he will protect you. Uh, there's a verse in scripture that, uh, uh, to the effect that those who attack you, I will attack them for you. Okay? Yes, that was actually a prophecy that Father Yahweh had given to Jacob himself. Okay, right. So, if, if you are being besieged by an enemy, uh, just pray to Yahweh and uh, make sure to keep his law. Because if you're a lawbreaker, chances are, you know, you, you might not get the support you want. <laughs> you might get the support exactly. you deserve, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so stay pure in mind and heart and Yahweh will protect you. You know, yeah. I will deal That's with them as they meant to deal with you. Well, Pastor, if you go and look at the uh, Boers' history, you will find that whenever the Boers' leaders were um, drifting away, no, not, not just drifting away, but ignoring Yahweh's right. uh, warnings, and then bad <laughs> things would befall the Boers. Amen. And that is exactly Amen. why we are we today. And that, that prophecy of, uh, I will deal with them as they meant to deal with you, happened at Blood River. Exactly. Okay. Because yeah. at that stage of your history, the Boer people were still true and faithful to the God Yahweh. Okay. And even even in the first Anglo-Boer War, the first Cape Dutch-Afrikaner War, the Cape Dutch were absolutely surprised by the fact that um, uh, 22,000 Boers had over, totally over, uh, not just overcome, but they... Uh, victor, they were victors over the entire British military might of 278,000 men. Uh huh. 22,000 against 278. I mean, right. the British fled in such a hurry that they even left some of their field artillery weapons in the field, rushing back to Durban to get onto the boats to go back to England. Right, right. I'm sorry to say we have less than two minutes left. And uh, people in the chat room are uh, really uh, enjoying our, our, our chat as we go. And uh, yeah. again, the Jews always impersonate uh, somebody either of your tribe or of a, a related tribe in order to ingratiate themselves into your confidence only to betray you, only to yes. stab you in the back, right? In yes. fact, when I was uh, a young man and watching television uh, in, at my mother's home, and I was watching the Marx Brothers, and uh, what's his name? The, the the one with the mustache. What was his name? Uh, anyway, um, Loro. Uh, no, no, no. He had a TV show in the fifties, uh, early sixties. Later on, the one with the big mustache. Anyway, he in the movie scene, there was a, a law firm consisting of three Jews. And, and an Irishman, and the law firm is Hungadunga, 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 and McCormick, right? And I, I got the joke immediately, all right? Nobody else mm. laughed because <laughs> they didn't understand. Uh, here's a, a Jew and Irish law firm. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's what he was saying. Yeah, Groucho Marx. Thank you, Lily. That <laughs> was Groucho. Yeah. That was his Groucho. joke. And I burst out laughing when I heard that. I said, yeah. That's what. That's the way it is. The Jews own the law firm, but they've picked up a, a, a quote unquote Gentile partner, who was an Irish Irish Catholic, by the way. The Jews and the yeah. Irish and the Catholics have always been in league, always. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we've run out of time. Thank you, Pastor. We'll pick this up next week because uh, this looks to be an in-depth study of Senior Van Rensburg, which we've been trying to do, and have been unable to find the appropriate document. But I think we found it. Okay, and yes, then Pastor, and, go ahead. Just as, just, just as a matter of interest, I'm at this moment. I'm busy downloading uh, that entire document. Okay, as a PDF file. If you would be interested, I will post it to you. Uh, yeah, right on, on Skype. Yeah, I'll download it. Yeah, uh, please do. Uh, I'll download it too. And but I do have the English version, which is the one I need, obviously. Okay. All yeah. right, brother. Take care. Yahweh bless. See you Thank next you, week. Okay. Praise Take, Yahweh. Praise Yahweh. Take care. Bye bye.
Bye-bye.